It's like I actually know what I'm doing. I don't. I'm glad one of us does. Um, according to some people on the internet, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> what did they say about me then? Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> Welcome back to the Jojatorium. Remember too, whenever uh, it was, we found the the German Scheiser porn. That's not a lot of each other. You're in twerk classes over there. That's yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the fitness class. Working on them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead face. Got <laughs> <laughs> right in front of you. Welcome back to Judge Jordan. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. We're decaying with the boys. And I watched the sadness and it was exactly as it was described. I haven't slept for days. So, are you serving up some brews and the crowd needs a snack? Well, have no fear because Pop Daddy Snacks has you covered. With popcorn and pretzels rolled in delicious flavors like kettle corn, white cheddar, dill pickle, hot sauce, cinnamon, and chipotle barbecue, there's always a flavor for whoever is belly up at the bar. So head on over to popdaddysnacks.com to order or find them in your local grocery store. But just make sure you tell them that the boys sent you. Welcome back. It is just Adam and I. For the first time in a long time, and it feels good to be back just with you. It does. It does. I don't know if I know how to do this anymore. We're going to figure it out as we go. I might prove our Twitter fans right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you motherfuckers. (laughs) So, we've had some wonderful guests on recently. So, the Pittsburgh Beer Douche, Fifth Season Brewing, and Tortured Souls. But today, it's just me and you, baby. Let's do this. I missed you very much. Oh, I hate when you kiss my ear. (laughs) So, Adam, it is round one, and we have a lot of things to catch up on. Uh, So, it is round one. You've given me a delicious beer. I did. So, put those together. We'll just, I'll do a little, like, it's like a a round one beer, but it's just for me. So, one pint beer. Yeah, what am I drinking? Um, So, this was the retired double agent that was featured at the Breweries and PA Homebrew Invitational. That is the last pint of it. We just kicked the keg. I thought I had two left. I had one left. Um, in the keg, and you have it, buddy. So it's coming in at 8.4%. Um, we used a little bit of Columbus, Citra, Idaho 7, and Sabro hops. Uh, a pound and a half of jalapeno peppers, and about a half a gallon of pureed pineapple in that thing. I'm going to say, this is... So you made it once before. Yes. And it kind of had, like... It was good, but it had, like, a very, like, abrupt... Like flavor profile, so it was like you got this, and you got this, and you got this, and you got this. This is all those flavors together, and and they sing really well together. And it's just like I don't know if it's a nice way to say it, but it tastes cleaner than the last time you did it. Yeah, well, a lot of that has to do with uh, better temperature control this time. Okay. Um, and then we took it from a triple hazy IPA to a double hazy. IPA. Oh, okay. Okay. So a little bit of that, a little bit less alcohol burn on it for sure. Yeah. Um, and it didn't ferment as hot is hard so that keeps the alcohol burn off too which yeah you're right that would make it taste smoother hey yeah. i'm like it's the road there you go <laughs> but yeah um but have no fears it will be making an appearance again at the school kill county brew fest uh in six days from when you're listening to this nice and then at the end of august at the north hills brew fest wonderful at and our th- table Ash brew. you're definitely feathering it brother i am for sure i'm feathering it dude so yeah it's a it's a definite fed smoker reference yeah. but uh since you took my last pint yep I'm drinking a hands. That's what I'm talking about. That's a Pittsburgh staple. Fuck Hinesfield, right? It was, yeah, fuck Hinesfield. <laughs> it was uh, it was a brew day today, so I need a I need a shifty beer and yeah. 
And, and it's wonderful. It is. It's wonderful to catch you on a brew day too, because I need to. I need to talk to you, man. You've been full disclosure. Papa went away for a little bit. We, I haven't. We haven't been together for like two. Three yeah, weeks. we got in a fight. The kids are scared. <laughs> <laughs> they two Christmases. Yeah, <laughs> you you went on vacation, which we'll be talking about in a yeah. little bit. Of course. So, Adam, while you're drinking your hams, I think people have to understand, though, that all the while I have the last pint here of the secret agent, you've been really busy down here in the brew lab. You have a lot of things coming up. You've done some collabs. You have some collabs coming up. You have some events coming up. So, let, let we got to talk about this, man. So, what, what have you been doing lately? Yeah, so I think for the last six weeks in a row, the last six Fridays specifically, I've been down here in the brew lab brewing. Uh, for just different festivals we're doing. We have a different festival every other week this summer, uh, so we're keeping busy. Uh, last Friday we were down here doing our Barrel and Flow collab uh, with Ty Clark. She's a local artist uh, here in the area, and she had some great recipe ideas that we'll talk about when we promote Barrel and Flow maybe next episode, in the next couple episodes. Cool. We'll, we'll do a little preview of Barrel and Flow because uh, I got some info on it. Um, and then we had our big one for Homebrew Con with Leaning Cask, which – We'll be trying that beer in the second half. Yes. Round two beer spoiler. Um, Stick around. And then we have one upcoming at Mondays, um, either this following week or in two weeks. So awesome. I, I sent him the recipe yesterday. And and that, so was that a Pittsburgh beer douche hookup or was that Sam? No, that was Sam reaching out to That's me. all Sam. Yeah, that had nothing to do with Mike Moore. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing he didn't do, do nothing. No corn. Nothing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's, yeah, going to be six weeks straight, take a little break and then we'll get stuff ready for bring up a cure in October. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we have some other collabs in the work that are very hush hush. Uh, just, they're not set in stone. They might not even uh, happen, but uh, well, hopefully some cool stuff going on. Some cool stuff, slick stuff, slick neat stuff. stuff. <laughs> and then of course, yeah, you'll see us at uh school kill County in six days with the retired yeah. double agent and yeah. a little crispy world order. And from there's Barrel and Flow is next. Yeah, man. So getting and, excited. And you were at Homebrew Invitational with Breweries and PA. Yeah, uh, last Saturday. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it seems like a lot longer ago, but dude, man, last week flew. Yeah, so you've been, like I said, you've been crushing yeah, it. Yeah, killer. I mean, just unbelievable the Homebrew in the city right now. Yeah. I, there was not a bad beer there. Um, That's awesome. And I did, did not know who was going to win, and... Uh, happy to our friend Tom that he won, uh, best of show. Yeah. So he's going to move on to the finals up in Titusville and yeah. yeah maybe, maybe we, we might be there. We might be there. We might just go visit. We might go visit you guys. <laughs> maybe have some fun. So, um, we already talked, dude, we talked about school of Cook County, which is awesome too. Cause you're gonna hang out with the wonderful Adam Zane from 412 brewing at that one as well. Um, that'll be fun because yeah. he's always a, he's always a blast in the glass. We'll be, we'll be right next to the four one two ten at the Bash Brew Wonderful. table. Okay, great, great. And then you're gonna go full Dennis from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. By the time you listen to this, you've already done it. Yeah, you, you were you were guest bartending. Yeah, it went great. <laughs> <laughs> I guest bartended at Arboretum Trail with my wife, and I yeah. didn't make her do everything. I swear. Yeah, yeah. it's like if, if I could predict the future, she's gonna do really really well and you're gonna have a lot of great conversations i'm gonna put my pillow on the couch before we leave for the shift <laughs> smart yeah smart uh yeah she's a former uh bartender a well-trained bartender yeah uh, i've never done it before so i'm a little nervous but excited i think you can pour a beer but i've seen i've yeah. seen your art i've seen your artwork here i can pour i can, I've, pour, I've, I can pour a draft yeah you got it man i, I got faith in you 
So like you said, uh, you know, you were hard at work and I wasn't. I went on vacation. I, I wore this shirt for you because it's got Star Wars writing on it. I went to Sunset yeah. Beach. Live long and prosper, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I live long and prosper, motherfucker. Cool. Yeah. I went to Sunset Beach in North Carolina, man. I went to I went to another zip code to cheat on you. Ouch. Yeah. Did you do a podcast out there? You know what? Uh, according to Twitter, I shouldn't be doing more podcasts because my sound quality sucks. But um, I turned some people down while I was down there. I didn't want to fully cheat on you, so I, ma- I made sure that I stayed true to you. I did. I really did. Uh, but I did have some really cool beers while I was down there because North Carolina is like an up-and-coming state when it comes to some of their breweries. Definitely. Um, and I was really excited to get down there because the last time I went was full-blown COVID, and I wasn't able to go anywhere. Like, their numbers were higher than Florida's when I went down for vacation. Oh, I was wow. I was scared. I didn't go anywhere. Um, so Yeah, but between Asheville and Charlotte down there, they're, they're up-and-coming. Yeah, it, 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 they dominated, man. So I ended up going to – I wanted to go to a spot that had – whatever they could put on tap and i could just try a big array of stuff so i went to this place it was called the oyster pit which was really cool um and i had one of the best bartenders ever she was so good she knew everything inside now and i just thought like hey listen i'm from pennsylvania like we have this is the kind of brewery scene that we have and i really want to try to get into this down here like what can you what can you offer here and she's like don't worry i got you and she's like i'm gonna start you with something you take a sip i'll tell you what it is we'll go from there I was like, hey, listen, that's, you're going to be my Sherpa. I'm down for this. So she started me off with uh, a high wire, which is a, it's, it's called their high pitch mosaic IPA dry hop with mosaic and centennial. And it was delicious. Great way to start off. Slowed me down because it was a nine percenter. So I like, had to like oh, yeah. step my way into that's it. That's how you start. Yeah. And then she was smart. She downshifted me to the daycation IPA from Highland Brewing, which is uh, North Carolina's oldest brewery oldest micro brewery or craft brewery um, session ipa 4.8 percent super floral and smooth uh took me then to edward uh, edward teach beer company the scallywag ipa which is another session ipa clocking it at 4.7 percent but it was super danky which was cool look at you being a hophead i know man it was really cool well she made me one she just kept like bringing me cool shit and then she brought me what she called dessert and it was uh from red oak brewery it's called their red oak amber and it was a five percent bavarian amber ale and this thing was a fest beer through and through. This thing was Marzen packed. It was really yeah. good. And it was such a nice way to cap off all the beers I was drinking. Um, and Red Oak was just down the street from where I was. So I went and got myself a little four got pack. Some more of it. And as you <laughs> notice here, there's none for you. Yeah. Because drink it all. I did. In the pool. I, I brought it to the pool with me and threw all the cans in the pool and then just floated <laughs> around and drank all the beers. <laughs> So it was the oyster pit. Did you get some oysters with that too? No. Oysters no, no. are my thing. Oysters are delicious. But oh. the problem was is that I couldn't eat because I was laughing at the people who were adjacent to me. Because all the while, this place had one of the best craft beer tapless I've seen in North Carolina in all the times I've been there. They're all drinking um, Michelob Ultralights. Oh. Which, whatever. Drink whatever you want. I don't care. But my thing was, my favorite thing was, it's a new thing I'm fascinated with. And it's just the, like the advert confidence that some people get when they're drunk this guy was clearly in a relationship with one woman because they would like hug kiss hold hands buy drinks for each other and then he leaned in and said something in her ear and she like shook her head no i don't want i'm not doing that and he literally just turned to the next girl next to him and put his arm around her whispered in her ear she turned and they just started making out i was like i'm like and i'm tapping my i'm like hey you think this is a thing? Like, is this like how North Carolina gets down? 
this dude, this dude was just like, I've been here with you. You don't want to do whatever. You don't want to blow me in the bathroom or whatever. This is the oyster pit. Aphrodisiacs for days. And We're not doing oyster shooters. Then get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> kick, kick bricks, bitch. <laughs> he turns right over. He's like, you. I, but honestly, I think anyone could have been next. I could have been next to him, and I would have been making out. Yeah, you would have been. You would have been down oh, for it too, for sure. Yeah. He'd be oh, like, I love bathroom oysters. <laughs> <laughs> it's so salty, but. <laughs> fantastic time man i had a great time down there i can't wait to go again um and hopefully one of these days when you and i can do it we're going to take a, a boys vacation and try to get down to one of these places like virginia or north carolina and take lake, erie. <laughs> lake erie <baby>. buffalo <laughs> i'm going to buffalo don't worry about that let's go let's go eat some trash plates baby oh dude i love a good trash plate yeah. speaking of trash plates adam uh SummerSlam 2022 is uh coming out here number two Oh, yeah. Summer, if we're talking SummerSlam, I need another. <laughs> Hands is going down for real. So scheduled for July 30th of 2022 at the Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee. The biggest party of the summer is scheduled to take over Peacock for streaming. Uh, this card is looking uh, pretty similar to what we've seen so far in the past because WWE cut a lot of their talent, and they're trying to stop uh, the brand split. And also, Vince McMahon spent a lot of money on his blowjob budget. So, um, But let's take a look at this. Do some- he got cut due... He got cut for the budget, too. <laughs> he did, and we'll get to that in a second, too. So let's go over some of these matches and just kind of give our predictions on it real quick. Sure. Um, so let's just start from the bottom, work our way up. So we're looking at Logan Paul versus The Miz. It's a singles match that has some pretty good build. Logan Paul has great heel heat just because it's, just because he's Logan Paul. Um, the Miz has always been known as one of the best heels in the game. Uh, he's always compared to... MJF and MJF is always compared to the Miz. I think they're not the same, but whatever. I'm actually going to go with uh, Logan Paul going over in this one because the Miz is a company man. He puts over stars to get more people watching the products. And I think if he loses Logan Paul, it's going to start a good program between those two and it'll bring more eyes to the product. They are definitely not the same. No. But uh, yeah, I agree. Logan Paul's going over. Yeah. More eyes on the product. He gets his heat back from Mania. Which he lost. Yeah. yeah. Well, he won the match and then Miz turned on him. Right, which then kind of turned Logan Paul babyface for a hot second. Yeah. But people were like, fuck you. <laughs> nah. I, I don't know. He, he was good in the ring. I mean, I hate both of them. But. Yeah. I like the Miz more, though. But I just, he just, dude, he did every, he does he everything, win. man. Like, he can't he, win. He's, he's. He had a zombie match. He's going to. He had a zombie match that sucked. And he's like, I'm going to do it for you. Vince. He's going to put Paul over. Yeah. Uh, how about Bianca Belair coming in as the Raw Women's Champion going against Becky Lynch? Boy, it sounds like WrestleMania so far, huh? Yeah. WrestleMania take two? Hmm. WrestleMania season supposed to be ever. I don't know. I. Th- it, mm. It's Bianca Belair all day. I don't know. I think they might put it back on Becky. I don't know why they would do that, though. You know what I mean? I don't either, but yeah. I think they might. I think it'd be cool to see Bianca Belair win that, and if they're really going to get rid of the brand split have Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan put on a program or they I combine mean, the belts. Yeah, maybe. I, I just see them maybe putting it on a heel. I guess you could do that at like Survivor Series or some yeah. other time. Put it on a heel going into Mania, but that's pretty far away. That's yeah. long-term booking. That is long-term, and they don't do long-term. WWE. Well, we'll get into that too. Maybe that's good. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, how about uh, Riddell, that French bastard, taking on uh, Seth fucking Rollins because we're, 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 we're TV14 we're now. We're TVMA yeah. here. So um, it's a singles match with Riddle and Seth Rollins. This is, I think it's going to be a good match. I really think this is going to be – this is probably the one that I tune in for to watch this one because I like both guys. I think they're both good in-ring performers. I'm not a big fan of Riddle's character, but um, he's kind of 
not guided well without Randy Orton, but that's okay. I think he I think he's doing the right thing here. Um, but I'm going to go with Seth Rollins to go over. He needs to get back on a winning track. I think it's a good place to do it. Seth Oyster Shooter Rollins, huh? <laughs> it's so salty. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I think this is or the tag match are going to be the match of the night. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think Seth Rollins needs a win after losing three straight to Cody Rhodes, right? So, who's off this card due to injury? Um, yeah, I think Seth Seth Oyster Shooter Rollins. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that all day. Uh, how about our new baby baby doll, Seth Salty Rollins? <laughs> how about the new baby doll, baby face in the WWE, uh, Liv Morgan, coming in as the SmackDown champion, going against the uh, the lamest, baddest woman, Ronda Rousey. Dude, I can't handle Ronda Rousey, man. She her skill set has not evolved at all since she came into WWE. I feel like she doesn't go and train. Seems like a decline. She came in really good. Yeah, it, like why aren't you leaning more on the whole judo aspect that she has? Like she has jujitsu and she has judo, and those things translate into professional wrestling. Why aren't you letting her do that? Except making her do these like fake punches that she's throwing and no one's buying. Ah. And fixing her ring gear every five seconds. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm rooting for Liv Morgan to go over and Ronda Rousey to go home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I want Liv Morgan to keep this belt for a while. I think she she grinded and she earned it, and I really like her as a babyface champion. I think she does a great job here. Right, let Rousey go back to the farm. She can come back for Mania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you know who would actually have a good program with Morgan? Would be Carmella to actually give her a real run at this. They just throw her into like throwaway yeah. championship matches. Yeah, I like to. She's see on her. TV all the time. Though. She is. She is. I'm glad she got rid of that stupid fucking face gimmick. Yeah, was stupid. Ugh, stupid mask. So uh, the Usos, Jay and Jimmy, taking on the Street Profits again for what feels like the 80th time, uh, but this time Jeff Jarrett, Double J. <laughs> if you watch hey. him in the 90s, there's a whole way to finish that. And Ain't he great? <laughs> he really. He is great. Uh, this is for the Undisputed Tag Team Championship. Uh, this is the most uh, unsurprising match. There's no way the Usos drop to the Profits because the Street Profits are on a collision course with each other, clearly. They're going to break that team up. Yeah, I think they've already shown their hand on that one. Yeah. Um, I agree. I've, again, I think this might be the match of the night, but Usos are keeping those titles. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bobby Lashley coming in as the champion, going against uh, Mr. Theory for the United States Championship in a singles match. Um, I think in this one, and the reason why I think Bobby Lashley is going to go over in this one is because Theory is Mr. Money in the Bank, and I think he's going to cash in later on here in the program. So I think uh, Bobby Lashley is going to go <laughs> over with the U.S. Championship, and then Theory is going to have some extra work to do, a little overtime pay uh, later on. I don't think I have anything to add to that. I think you're 100% correct. feels good to be correct. You nailed that. When you tell me I'm right, it's a special kind of compliment because you usually try to be a contrarian most times. I think you're a big dumb-dumb most of the time. (laughs) I feel like your audio quality sucks, too, on this podcast. (sighs) Thanks a lot. (laughs) Uh, So so talking about sucking here, how about Pat McAfee taking on Happy Corbin in a singles match that nobody asked for? Yeah, not... (laughs) I didn't. I mean, at least now I know they were teammates at some point on the uh, Colts, right? Yeah, I found that out. I didn't yeah. know. I didn't know that Corbin actually played pro ball. I didn't know he actually looked worse than he does now. <laughs> <laughs> How did he have less hair but a horseshoe back then? Has I don't what know. What a freaking athlete though, because he's a Golden Gloves boxer, played yeah. in the NFL, and now a pro wrestler. But 
um, NXT Corbin is the best Corbin if they let yeah. him be NXT Corbin. Skullet Corbin was the best so Corbin. Good. <laughs> yeah. Who are you taking in this one? I think I I think it's since it's a not really a celebrity match anymore, but like a special appearance by Pat McAfee. I think they're going to let the baby face win. I think so too. I think yeah. Corbin is just kind of a really just awful gimmick right now. Well, yeah, he's not booked for anything yeah. spectacular. They need all. to put some sort of stip on this to make it interesting. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I think the other thing too you see here is that. McAfee is actually a pretty good in-ring performer. Oh, yeah. And that Corbin has no build towards anything, so it's not detrimental to his character to lose here. It's not that big of a deal. They're going to get the Monday Night Raw, and he's going to have to reset into whatever his next program is anyway. (laughs) Yeah, whatever that's going to be. So speaking of whatever it's going to be, how about a last-man-standing match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship? Uh, This is Roman Reigns bringing in the belts against uh, Brock Lesnar. And, of course, Roman Reigns brings his side bitch, Paul Heyman, to the ring. Um, And if if we look back at last-man-standing matches in WWE, they have some of the greatest moments of all time. Most notably, and I hope that I'm striking a nostalgia chord with you, whenever The Rock handcuffed mankind and just destroyed him with a chair. Yes. That shit was ridiculous first and foremost. It's etched in my brain. I can't forget about it. There's yeah. no way this match lives up to that. It's etched in McFoley's brain. <laughs> he thinks about it because it's part of the CTE development a, that he has. Smoothed it out real nice. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my theory. Get it? Yeah. I'm using contextless. Roman Reigns is going to go over because Brock Lesnar has made it very well known that he does not want to be in anyway. He wants he kind of he wants to fade away a little bit, which is fine. Brock Lesnar is is older than you think he is, and I think he wants to try to just, you know, do his thing. He's got a whole farm in Sable to fuck, so he needs to go home and relax with some Coors Light. Did you just say he fucks the whole farm? With Sable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he and Sable fuck the whole farm. Um so Roman Reigns wins the belt, and finally, to get the belt off Roman Reigns, uh, Theory, Mr. Money in the Bank, comes down. <laughs> I got you with that one, dude. <laughs> I'm just, all I can imagine is Brock Lesnar coming back in like two years with his quote-unquote stud stable, and it's just all these humanoid farm animal <laughs> fucking things. It's like Professor X's mutants he didn't want. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, this one's a goat who only gets boners. There's nothing else that it does. It just goes... I mean, how are you going to creatively name any of them without Mr. McMahon around? Like, you can't just call the one cowboy who's literally a cow and a boy. Oh, that's really good. That's good (laughs) shit. That's good good shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, Roman Reigns goes over, Theory comes out, cashes in the money in the bank, takes the belt off of him. You think? You think they're putting the belt on Theory, huh? I think they're going to. Yeah. I don't. I don't agree with any of that. I think uh, Brock Lesnar's going to win. Okay. Theory's going to come out, get F five, lose the case, lose the briefcase, or maybe not even make it to the actual cash in. Just get his ass kicked before he even hands it over. You know what happens? Edge comes out. You think you know me? <laughs> yeah. Where's that? I thought he was going to be in a match with uh, newly pantsed uh, Finn Balor. Well, we are. What? Well, it's a tragedy that he has pants on now. By the way, yeah, tell me. He's way too hot for that. I love them thighs. Take those pants off. They're like butter. <laughs> right? The like gut, muscular butter. The butter gutters. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we're we're recording on a Friday. I think that's going to be something on the go-home show. You're happy. Yeah, you don't think – and I think Gangrel's going to come out with them. I don't th- – I think you're half right there. I don't think Gangrel's getting I on think, WWE television. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think he's going to be on. I think he's going to be part of the new brood. 
but I don't think he's going to do it. I think he's going to come out and make like a brand new. Maybe Christian will come back and kill somebody's dad. <laughs> yeah, and make fun of him for it. Yeah, I saw. I think you sent it to me. It was the, it was the my girl thing. He's like, hey, Ray, he <laughs> can't see those glasses. <laughs> he's not going to be. I need to see where he's going. I got a great idea because they're yeah. kind of like uh, in a program. The the what's the new brood called? The Judgment Day. The, ju- is, the Judgment is Day. Is in a program with the Mysterios already, right? Yeah. So Edge comes in, joins them. Christian comes out and is like, hey, where's Ray Mysterio Sr.? I'll tell you. He's in the ground. Ray Mysterio Sr. can't help you at all. You want to know why? Because <laughs> he's dead. And he would be just completely gutted that you guys are the last two things he contributed to this business. The best thing that happened... <laughs> The best thing that happened to me since you went on vacation is Christian turning full on heel. Oh, yeah. And it's, just insulting dead people. It's it's amazing because Christian went heel and he gives zero fucks about anybody's <laughs> so feelings. Good. It's so good. And he doubles down, too. He's like, I, people were mad at me because I made fun of Jack Perry. Well, <laughs> Jungle, boy. Jungle boy, I want your whole family to be dead except for your mom. Come here, sugar. <laughs> Give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of combat news, we have some of the best. So, from Buckle to Bell to Bellator and back to boys bringing the best combat news in the biz. So, I originally had this written down, Adam, where I was going to talk about how bad Vince McMahon sucks. But... Breaking news, that old fuck is gone. He's gone. He retired via Twitter. Yeah, he said, then, now, forever. Together. Together. He had it together. WWE Universe. He, he was really getting together with the female referees. Yeah, he certainly was. Uh, this dude is probably one of the worst people that could ever be in that position of power. Like, Here's the thing. I want to talk to anybody who is surprised. Fuck them. <laughs> Who's surprised? Who is surprised? I'm not. I'm. How could I'm not, you be? The, the hush money from, I guess, possibly company money is kind of surprising. Yeah. The fact that he was having affairs isn't surprising. No, not at all. Dude, he wrote it into kayfabe that he was. A bunch of times. Yeah. With his wife in the storylines, yeah. which is incredible. And she got no dick, by the way. It's not like he was like, oh, I'm banging Trish Strass and you get to fuck The Undertaker. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Remember Eric Bischoff? Oh, yeah. That was a good one. <laughs> Swung in and took her the one time. You know- oh, you're a chesty woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Remember that? Do you remember that? My God. Yeah, no, I was trying to I was trying to remember if uh Big Daddy V ever got a shot at shot at cuz like you know Viscera, he had that reincarnation after he got out of the ministry. Nah, he was all about China and stuff. Like that's that. true, that's yeah. true. Uh if we look back at oh, He wasn't sexual chocolate. What was he? That was Mark Henry. Yeah. And he had a hand baby. <laughs> <laughs> what was Big Daddy V? He was like Big Daddy Sexy or something. No, that was no, Kevin he, Nash. Jesus, I don't know what he no, was. No, Big Daddy V. He was, just wore pajamas and like yeah. let that dick swing. Yeah, that's all he did. And then <laughs> he broke everyone's back, either in the bedroom or in the ring. And he just like fucked him up. Look yeah. at you, Undertaker. <laughs> Look at you, Mark. <laughs> broke, your, broke your face. <laughs> so uh, Vince McMahon's out, so that leads uh, that leaves you know Stephanie McMahon and uh, Nick Khan to take over uh, the chairman duties, their yeah. co-chairs, and then uh, Triple H just got reinstated as EVP for NXT, which is a lot of letters, alphabet soup. But just right now, it's looking like uh, Vince McMahon could probably still have influence from afar. But the thing about all this, I'm excited about beyond Vince McMahon being a piece of shit and he's finally gone is that Triple H is back and hopefully, yeah. hopefully NXT kind of gets back to where it used to be hopefully I don't I don't know if I'll I'll, yeah. it'll, I'll have to see I'll have to see what the reviews are yeah maybe I'll check it back out someday I'd love to I'd love for it to be good again yeah the black and gold brand was a great 
uh, alternative. It was the best thing in wrestling for a while. It really was. Um, Yeah, I mean, I love that Vince didn't address it at all on his Twitter. (laughs) He was just like, I'm 77. It's time to retire. Yeah. Bah, together. Uh, But the biggest, (laughs) the saddest part for me is his uh, documentary movie picture is now on hold. I really, really wanted to see... (laughs) It was it was gonna like dive back into like his childhood yeah. and everything and like so you understand why he's such a freak of a person and now that's on hold. Do you think he um indefinitely? Do you, do you think that um his dad used to be like him? Do you think that's kind of like where he learned no, it from? I don't know his. I mean, I don't know anything about his dad, but his I dad remember. seemed more like a salt of the earth, like yeah. humble person. That's kind of what I was thinking too. I didn't want to like pass judgment on his dad because I didn't really see much of him, but he always looked like he was just kind of like. He reminds me a lot of Gr- Gorilla Monsoon. Had the same like, you know, stoic nature. Yeah. I didn't really see anything. I think he was just a true prom- promoter. I mean, he wasn't yeah. making big money. He was just trying to. He was just running a territory at the time. That's WWF. True. And he believed in not North. poaching talent. Right. And, and whenever Vince came on, he was the one who said, "Fuck him! Oh, fuck him! Fuck him! I'm taking everybody. Mine." <laughs> So, uh, fuck you, Vince McMahon. I'm glad you're gone. You should have been gone 10 years ago. You screwed up your own product. And this makes the Attitude Era feel way grimier than it did before. And it was already really grimy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Like I said, Mark Henry had a hand, baby. Let the dirt fly. Yeah. So, uh, moving on from one asshole to another here. It's one of my favorite segments, Adam, that I love to do here. It's called, What's Going On With Jake Paul These Days? You should really read the notes ahead of time. I fucking hate Jake Paul. This wild asshole is still stirring up shit every chance he gets. So I just want to, like, real quick, I found three articles. His brother's in WWE now. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You thought he'd be the one. Because the whole Suicide Forest thing, which was a nightmare for him. Because he's an asshole. He bounced back from that. People are like, people can change. It's great. I don't know who the fuck's going to save Jake Paul because he's a real see you next Tuesday. So. Hey, uh, Jake. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit, too. You want to spend $11 million and make Trish Stratus bark for her job? So number one here in the news cycle for what's going on with Jake Paul is Jake Paul cannot fight uh, Tommy Fury. And that's because Fury was denied entry into the country after several issues with his visa and it eventually being held. Uh, of course, Jake Paul took his opportunity to rip Fury to shreds over this cancellation and eventually uh, accusing Fury's brother and his father for, quote unquote, talking Tommy out of the fight and the $2 million purse that he would have received to uh, to go through with it. I got a I got a solution for everybody. They'll make everybody happy. Stop. Jake Paul, you leave the country. Yeah. And go fight him elsewhere and he, then just stay gone. He offered that. Oh, well, he let's did. Do it. This is the only time I'm ever going to side with Jake Paul because it looks like Tommy Fury's running. <sighs> it really does. Where's Tommy Fury from? Uh, UK. The uh, UK. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Dan and Lure could be so mad at you. <laughs> Next. I heard they've been uh, talking shit. No, not they're not talking. Oh, shit. No. It's, sorry. It's it's the other part of Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Ramen Junior has stepped in and he is taking zero shit. He's gonna step in for Tommy Fury, and I love English special bitters. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Oh my god! It's, we're gonna have to do a crossover episode, and they're gonna just flame us. They're so much smarter than we are. Yeah, because they got them accents. <laughs> they're so sexy. So Ramen Junior is t- gonna step in and take this fight. Uh, and like I said, he's taking zero shit. Who? Uh, I know it's not. Listen, he's an actual pro fighter. Get Christian in here to tell me where Ramen Senior is. 
<laughs> well, I'm glad you said that because God he, of sodium. <laughs> he was sitting right next to Ramen Junior. <laughs> Good <laughs> on his deathbed, I'm sure. Uh, but <laughs> and he said that um, his son has not trained hard enough for his previous fights and isn't taking Jake Paul seriously either. Which, and when you're watching the presser, Jake Paul just starts smiling from ear to ear like a butcher's dog because, of course, you don't want the guy you're going to fight to train well for you because you want to demolish him. Uh, Robin Jr. acknowledges saying, like, I wasn't taking you seriously, but you know what? Now I really want this, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you. You can't run from me. And what they di- and what I didn't know is they were sparring partners and Ramen saying that Jake Paul's camp would not let him sh- uh, shift to southpaw. He had to box one-handed the entire time, and he still Ooh. made Jake Paul run out of the ring. Okay, so he is somebody. If he was a sparring partner, that yeah. makes it. That gives you storyline right there. That's I like that. Yeah. Now the handicap, of course, because there has to be one for Ramen, is that there's a rehydration clause. So uh, Ramen, who last fought at 224, needs to get down to 200, and he's not allowed to rehydrate his body past 210 pounds for this fight. What a sp- what a step that is. Isn't that something? That's a weird one. Isn't it, though? Sounds like you're trying to handicap somebody, isn't it? So, uh, did you know that Jake Paul broke his back? He needs a backyotomy. He does. He does. Except he doesn't. So, the problem child <laughs> claims that he broke his back from, <laughs> from carrying the promotion of his last few boxing matches. Oh, I see. Figuratively. Figuratively. Uh, he actually had a large contingent of his fans believing that his back was broken, but I can only tell you that... <laughs> yeah, it's because they follow him. Yeah. Well, after watching... <laughs> yeah. They all get driven to work. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can only tell you that after watching the quote-unquote hospital scene, uh, nurses don't dress that scantily. Oh, I gotta watch this. So it's, it's hospital scene. Yeah, it's it's pretty decent from that point of view. Um, and that any guy I've pull, and I'm an out of shape old guy, and I've pulled a back muscle. You don't get that animated when your back hurts, you know. So like, I, people who are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe his back's hurt." You guys are fucking idiots. I, I carried my jockey box out of the last beer festival. I was laid up for two days. Yeah, <laughs> 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 my sciatica. <laughs> oh no! Give me a back rub. <laughs> So, uh, real quick, two more stories here before I, I show you something really, really funny. Right. So, uh, Sean O'Malley is going to take on Peter Yan in UFC 280 in October. Nice. Two of my favorites. It's going to be a great match. Now, and the reason why this is very significant is because O'Malley has faced a lot of backlash about his opponents not being up to caliber to really test his skills. And then Peter Yan, of course, has a very checkered uh, last couple matches here. Um, that legal knee, that really damned him. Um, so this is a great test. favorite illegal knee of all time. It giving was great. Me, winning me the bet. It did. It really, You know, it did win you that it bet. It did win me the bet. Shit. Um, so how about uh, Sterling is taking on TJ Dillashaw in 280 as well. And we're also going to toss in, I don't know, Oliveria and Makachev and nice. Muhammad and Brady. Nice. This is a can't-miss card for spooky it's season. good one. Very Is this Dillashaw's one. first fight back since? Yes. It's a suspension. It is nice. It is and against he, against the <laughs> worst paid champion UFC has. Absolutely, poor guy. I love Sterling. Good lord, Dana just hates him. I don't know why. I can tell you why, but I'm not going to make those speculations on the podcast. That's how we get canceled. Not because we're being. I'm mean. just going to tell you, Dana White is bald and white. What's that mean, Adam? <laughs> Next story. So Diaz is scheduled for UFC 279, but instead of Dana talking White's about a that, piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't pay any of his fighters? Fuck Not, him. None of them. Fuck him. None of them. None of them. That's the only thing Jake Paul actually did right. Was trying to get fighter pay yeah. out of Dana White. That so. is the best thing Jake Paul has done. Thank you, Jake Paul, for that. Um, so how about uh, Diaz is scheduled for 279, where he's 
Oh boy, he's not going to fare well. It's, it's a very tough last fight, fight of his contract. Yeah, um, he got fed to the wolves on this one. But what I want to do, Adam, is instead of Chimea. instead of doing that, I brought you a present. He's going to get beat up by Chimea. <laughs> I saw I saw a funny thing while you're pulling that up. It was uh, they had the betting odds up. Yeah, and Diaz is like a plus one thousand or whatever. Of and they were like, <laughs> and the guy who posted it was like, for those of you who don't know uh, what uh, the odds are, if you bet. $100 on Diaz to win, you're going to lose $100. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I go to our friends at fightingodds.com for the it's not worth it. If you put money on Diaz, just like 10 bucks and see what you can get back. I think I think I'm going to see if he can uh get lucky and get me some money. That's going to be a tough one. But Adam, one of our favorite comedians, Shane Gillis, yeah, that's my buddy. Back in March, he hung out with uh, KFC Radio through Barstool, one of our favorite oh, podcasts I as well. Radio. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Wonderful. And he talked about the time that he actually hung out with Nate Diaz. Oh, so yeah. I brought this to you because I asked you, you saw this, and you said no. So I wanted to bring this to you. Nobody on earth is better than Nate Diaz. Yeah, that, that checks out. That's like your ever. number one guy, right? Nate you Diaz. always say, like, if I can always. hang out with one dude, you can sports. hang out with one athlete, yeah. Nate Diaz. Bro, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> it was everything I wanted. I walked in, it was him just shotgunning a seltzer. <laughs> I, got in, I got in there late, and he was like, yo, get him one. And we walked outside, and he front kicked a stranger. <laughs> so Nate's like, everybody that comes up, he's like, let's get a picture. Yeah, f you. Like, all that. And then one dude walked up that was, like, jacked. And Nate Diaz just immediately was like, yeah, you want to run up on us? <laughs> so as soon as Nate called him out, obviously the dude was like, right, right. Then what's he gets up? Wanted, yeah. And Nate immediately was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and then obviously his boys jumped in and like pulled him apart. While they were pulling him apart, he threw a front kick. As soon as we walked away, he's like, that mother was like talking <laughs> And I was sitting there like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> totally, like, man. Dude, you're I'm the glad best. your boys broke it up because I was going to jump in too. <laughs> <laughs> so dude what an impression I that know. sounds just like him he does such a good job at the impressions that he does of all the people getting his seltzer he's like get him one <laughs> my favorite part of that is like we walked outside he front kicked a guy in the chest <laughs> but that makes sense man sounds about right what was it ufc like uh, There's like two cards ago where he like scared the guy in the audience and like yeah. he like showered the beer everywhere. It all checks out. And plus, if you haven't watched Shane Gillis' stand up on YouTube, check that out. And then also, too, if you're not watching KFC Radio on uh, Barstool Sports, you can check that out, too. They're on Sling TV, they're on Pluto TV, they're on YouTube, they're on everything. So just KFC, what's his co host's name? I actually, I, I wish I knew more. I just saw an interview with him like yeah. about his like history and it was hilarious. hilarious. He drinks like I do. So That's he's almost dead. But he does it more with whiskey, so he's close. Oh, he's definitely good. Yeah, his enzymes are through the roof. Yeah. We have a pill for that. <laughs> we do. Hey, so hopefully thank you, Dennis. Yo, Dennis, thank you very much. First at Brewbox, love you. Uh, so we have some sponsors, and they love us, and we love them. And when you support our sponsors, you support us, and we support us. We get to bring some really cool stuff, and we have amazing stuff on the horizon for you guys. So we'll see you on the other side. Welcome back to the Judge Tutorial. You know who it is. It's Adam. It's Matt. And as you can see, we are all tatted up. So, Adam, I have to ask you, buddy, what's the number one rule about having tattoos? Aftercare, Matt. That's right. Aftercare. And what's the number one company for aftercare? I only use Lucky 13s. I only use Lucky 13s as well. So, and all of our fans can, too. So, if you go to Lucky13s.com and use our promo code MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order because... From the first line of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13s keeps you looking fresh. 
The Cult Worthy Podcast. Your host, Antonio Palacios, will guide you week by week through a bevy of cult favorites, obscure cinema, and hidden gems. Listen to us on your favorite platforms or follow us on thecultworthy.com. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Welcome back. Hopefully you hear something that you like. Because again, when you support our sponsors, you support us. And when you support us, bringing some pretty cool stuff. And we do have some great stuff coming up for you guys here soon. Maybe some road tripping. Maybe some other beers in other states. We don't know, but you can find out by supporting our sponsors. So, Adam, we are in round two. You have actually brewed a wonderful beer we're going to have in round two. Put those all together. I mean, Round I, two beers. I helped. So this is Leaning Cask Staffordshire Stout. It's an oatmeal stout coming in at 6%. Mm. Uh, brewed with Munich malt, chocolate malt, and black black malt and flaked oats. Uh, hopped with bitter gold and used at London yeast. Wow. And that's all the can says, so that's all I'll say. Because <laughs> uh, I was there for the brew day, and I'm not going to say anything more. Can't give it away. Could, but I won't. These cans are full. Oh my gosh! Are they yes, that's one thing Leaning Cast does very well. And if you want to know what's they going, got a good canner. They do. If you want to go on Leaning Cast, go do search them out. The Leaning Cast Brewing on all social media: it's Facebook, Instagram, and sometimes on Twitter. Um, they are located in Springdale, Pennsylvania, and they specialize in English uh, style beers, ESBs, if you will, and they also cask a lot. No, ESBs are English special bitters, not I English apologize. style beers. You. That's what I'm here. Well, for. you were right in round one, but you're fucking it up in round two. I, I didn't pass on my sister. I can't let that go. I nah, can't let that go I when know. it's beer related. If it was pro wrestling related, I just let it go. I know. That's why I bring you. Yeah, man. Long, yeah. Yeah, but they do specialize in English style beers, and they have an English style pub. They do with well, a um, wonderful beer garden. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, the new beer gardens. It's like kick ass. it's like tiered almost, where you yeah. can like have different sections. It's it's a great spot to be, and it's a husband and wife duo, and they really did their uh, did their due diligence and how they bring their their love of English style brews to Americana, and they have great food trucks and just they do, and it's dog friendly, and because all their beers are named after dogs, and this beer is incredible. The one thing that I can say that I like about this is I can really get the chocolatiness out of it, the chocolatey roastiness that comes out of it. And that's something that I'm really, really liking about this. I think it's delicious. When so, it comes to that. yeah, and this was, we won this collab by brewing our Dark Roots stout for a competition. Um, and then we got paired up with Leaning Cast to do this collab. And I have to say, it's pretty true to style, especially how it's aging. Like, I had it week one as soon as it came out. It was very roasty right off the top, like right off the bat. Yeah. And now it's it's been a few weeks, it's been about a month. It's getting that chocolate note like yeah. ours would get. Yeah, it's. It's good. The hops are right where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Coming in at 6%. Love it. Yeah. And if so, you want a summer and, style. And it's there on Nitro, which gives which, a whole different character yeah. that I never had before. Like how we're drinking it now is carved up. And when you get on. And I, so I went out with you. I was out there with you uh, when we went on Nitro. Thanks for meeting me there. You're very welcome. After and you said you couldn't make it. Surprise, motherfucker. Hey, man. <laughs> look at me. I was just like, fine. Hang up. <laughs> you did, too. Dumb piece of shit. So mad. No, I did hang up kind of abruptly, but I was in traffic and I was I trying know, to not get yeah. hit. Just because I was driving. But I was there. And uh, Nitro gives it a whole different flavor profile. It's yes. so it's so yeah, good. It yeah. just makes it silky. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you're in the Pittsburgh area and you can get to Springdale, to go check it out and tap on Nitro. It's great. If not, and you're in the Pittsburgh area, if you go to like your Giant Eagle Market District, they have cans there. 
Um, it is a great beer to get. It's a great summer style stout. You can drink it while you're grilling some hot dogs, or you can drink it while you're by a campfire, and you can just enjoy it. Yeah, have this thing with a steak or a burger. You will not oh, regret yeah, it. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Uh, for me, it's going to be a turkey burger, though. Well, I don't agree with that, but yeah, well, teach their own. I don't want to die. <laughs> teach their own, and that makes one of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Adam, while we're drinking this delicious beer that you helped create over at Leaning Cask, again, thank you, Leaning Cask uh, Brewing Company. Absolutely. I brought you um, two clips from the internet. All right. Uh, some people sent me some fun stuff to watch. So, uh, just to just have a have a moment to watch these together because they're 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 so funny. So here's my first one for you. Yeah, sir. Last time my friends were over, we were all sitting here watching a movie. You came downstairs completely nude, covered head to toe in salsa, and screamed, Who wants huevos rancheros now, bitches? <laughs> Me. So I love huevos rancheros. That's I love all Mexican food. That's what I'm saying. So if if you're if you're only listening and you're not watching, um, this this gentleman is uh, getting chewed out chewed heavily. And apparently his wife, who sounds like she's really elevated on this, had all of her friends over. So let's just let's just let's just fathom for a second. There's ten women over over at this house. He's an attractive looking man. Um, he comes down the stairs covered in salsa. I wonder what kind. I, would you go spicy? No, you get that in your dick hole. It's gonna hurt. Well, I go pineapple salsa. So if like this is your your lead singer, you gotta like put it all around. Like that, so they you definitely like, got to get it on the heavens. It's so. like dip in the chips. Yeah, but if you even get like hot sauce anywhere near it, it yeah. burns. Like hot, spicy burns. Oh, you know what? I actually, you got to keep it mild. I'd go sweet. I'd go pineapple salsa. I fucked. Up the, you know what? You're. You know, for me too. I like where you're going, yeah. and now you got my mind going. I'm gonna go uh, black bean, black bean salsa. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, you wanna know why? <laughs> you wanna know why? It's tasty. I, I want I want to give it the um, high in protein. Yeah, high, definitely high in protein. And it could double high in protein too if you play your cards right. Bazing! Um, I'm going to give it the old black bean back burger uh, bowl. So I'm going to go ahead and tack, tuck some in the old uh, in the old prison wallet. <laughs> the old trunk. Yeah, like hey, huevos <laughs> <laughs> rancheros. Also, <laughs> I love his I love his style of uh, catching this conversation though. He just has the phone under the table. Yeah. looks like and he's just looking like. Probably like she just thinks he's face palming, but he's just holding back laughter. Well, the other thing too is he must have an app somewhere on his phone where he can just like swipe open right to the face right. camera because there's no way. I mean, staged or not, this is a hilarious conversation. Yeah. Um, a woman said this legitimately mad to somebody, whether it's this gentleman or not. Oh yeah, yeah. This, this was a real conversation to happen, whether he duetted this or not. But this was this was it right here. And I know, Adam, for the next clip, you love injuries and anger and destruction and conflict. So what I did was I brought you – I have not stopped laughing at this. So uh, n no more talk. Just, this looks good already. Yeah. <laughs> here comes the part. Here comes the part. <laughs> going, going, gone. <laughs> And then she taps home plate. Yeah. It's, so for those of you who are, who are watching, or not watching, but listening at home, uh, <laughs> there is a, a lovely older lady who has decided to uh, go ahead and uh, get herself involved in the pinata situation. And she decides to, uh, with the blindfold on, to completely ignore her friend's directions. Like, hey, don't swing that real quick. 
and then hits a Mark McGuire long ball off the side of her head. Off the side of her head. And these are both uh, women with some years on them. These are some yeah. old handbags yeah. going at it. CTE won't take them. <laughs> no. Their liver spots will. <laughs> Sticks about to. Yeah. She just full-on winds up, thinks she cracks the shit out of that pinata. I don't even know what's going to fall out of it. Probably adult diapers. Yeah. Um, but no, her friend is dead on the pavement. Yeah. She actually gets up pretty quick. I was going to say, I give her a lot of credit for getting up as fast as she did. Because wild. That was, yeah. I was like, wow. Broke that over her head. Yeah, Talk it, about Mankind Rock. <laughs> that was it right there. The only thing that I wish this video had more of was the sound of the connection. Which this is the sick part of my brain because I'm like I wish I could hear like that the crack. Like, yeah, I want that, and I also want her taking the blindfold off and everybody being upset with her. <laughs> and then she like almost cries. It's like shut up, stupid! You're the one that did it. Yeah. Don't cry. Yeah, come on, girl. I, I mean, at that point, you just double down and hit the son-in-law or something. As I right? say, like as soon as he turns away, you you go full heel and you I mean, hit him too. What was dummy number one doing trying to get in there anyway? That's You're not I, lifting it up and holding it. That's what I understand. Steer clear, stupid. Yeah, get out of the swing zone. Like if you go to if you go to Sea World, you don't want to get hit by the water. You don't sit in the splash zone. Right. This bitch put herself in the stick zone. <laughs> she got <laughs> sticked. Stick. Can we say that's an oops? Oops. That was an oops. This <laughs> is a dummy. Gosh, she got destroyed. And then the best part is the, with the blindfold on, the, oh, I can't believe how far I hit the that long one. ball. She did the old long ball. I was like, oh, Looking this, for her peeps. The old Sammy Sosa. <laughs> Man, yeah. Before he bleached himself. Which got weird. Yeah, it got real that weird. Got real weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got weird. The, you bleach your skin, you get the nose job. Mark McGuire, speaking of Simpson. He's a coach. Oh, he, is he? He's a coach, and he's bitching a storm now, by the Please way. Please tell me he just looks like a bratwurst in a too tight casing. No, no, no. He looks good. No? He's looks slimmed good. back down? He looks like um, PC Principal from South Park. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, um, that's exactly what he should look like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But do you know that he's bitching a storm right now about Ooh. people hitting home runs because he thinks they're using illegal, like, means to do it? No. Yeah, right? I... <gasps> what? Yeah. He's all jacked off because, like, people should be tested and no one should be using these illegal substances. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith. Somebody get a pot and a kettle for that, man. Stephen A. Smith had to get bleeped out on ESPN. He was like. He just went off. He was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> As he fucking should. I'll say it for you, Stephen A. Smith. Mark McGuire, shut the fuck up. You're a fucking hypocrite. <laughs> Dude, you bombed 73 home runs and you were you were only a peck. You were a peck and a bicep, and you were hitting long balls. I saw you launch one out of PNC Park. It went so far, they still can't find it. What do you want? It's with all the bodies Garth have. <laughs> yeah, so Mark McGuire hits things with steroids, and, you know, Garth Granny, Brooks is just killing people. And Granny's hitting her friends with a stick. That's Gra what, Grandma killed Auntie. You took my last tea bag, you Bitch, <laughs> Golden Girls. That's how they solve it. The over Golden Girls reboot. They solve it over crazy. the. They solve it over the UK. <laughs> yeah, they sure do. Get your hand off my tea bag. Don't touch my digestive bitch. They probably use loose leaf over there. They're classy people. They are very, very classy. Yeah. See, I'm making up for it. <laughs> so, Adam, there's some shit that I just want to talk about. Okay. Not, so, um. Get it off your chest, man. I need to because I've been away for a little bit, and I just like sit there and I read stuff. And first and foremost, I want to talk about uh, podcasts, aka they call themselves producers. They're also scammers. Uh, so it's like, hey, man, like your content, 
promoted on this arbitrary profile with DMs asking for, and I shit you not, thousands of dollars a month for social media assistance and editing in my podcast. So, like, when you and I do this, mm-hmm. and I think you and I do it well, and we work together to get this thing off, there's someone who's like, hey, you suck. I can do this better than you. If you give me $3,000 a month, I will edit your podcast and do all your social media for you. <laughs> and I always and, and I always ask, like, well, can you give me examples? Like, show me an example of something you've done. They never have examples. Never do. And there was one time where this one of these things was like, I'll do it for free for one day. And I was like, please don't. Like, I don't. Please, I, please, please get away from yeah. me. He, he couldn't type complete sentences. Right. And he's like, I'll do it for one day, free of charge. And, I, and you'll get so much flow to your YouTube page. We didn't have YouTube yet. We didn't have the hard cam. We didn't have anything. So I'll get you so much traffic to your YouTube and your Instagram, and you'll get all these natural followers. And I was like, please don't do that. I don't want your assistance. Took it upon himself to just like go to a podcast, which I got to look it up again, which one, which podcast was. He just copy and pasted their reviews and put it on our Apple podcast reviews. Nice. So if you go on our Apple podcast right now and you follow some Apple podcast. It's literally just fraudulent. Yeah, it is. I mean, some of those reviews are. Some, it, that person is. Like the, the last like 12, if you look at it, and you'll be able to see because I don't know, Adam, does, does anyone call you Kate in your free time? Like. No, not recently. No, I was saying, that, that, that ship has sailed. Not since middle school. Yeah, right? Exactly, yeah. And we, we started doing this as 30-year-old men. Uh, so, the, like, 12 of the reviews are for, like, some makeup tutorial pop culture. Oh, I do like watching those. I do, Just, too. When they do the cosplay stuff. That's cool shit. Rogue. Little like Venom. Oh, yeah, that's good Don't stuff. Don't even bring up Rogue with me. You know how I feel about Rogue. <laughs> we might have to cut away camera. Um, Grab this mic stand. So, my thing is... We're never going to stop them. I know that, but yeah, um, the hard thing is that we're, we're very exposed in terms of like someone could just take that and start running like what the guy did. He grabbed other people's reviews and put them on our podcast, and I had to contact Apple and be like, "Hey, man, can you take these down?" And they're like, "Well, we can't. Like, you gotta send us all this extra shit." And I was like, right. "I don't have it." But I'm not. But I'm not Kate. Yeah, I'm not Kate. God damn it! Is there anything like this? For, like you're in the brew world is there anything like this for you in the brewery scene oh there's definitely i mean even at the homebrew level i've had people reach out and like basically say hey if you pay me blank dollars i'll get your followers you know probably just a bunch of bots yeah or a bunch of foreign accounts that don't really do anything and i mean i've and i've you can see pages not necessarily brewers but like just pages that i follow that yeah. have an exorbitant amount of followers and then you like you can look at the followers and they're none of them are local. None of them are from the looks of it in this country. Like you click on one of those profiles and it's not in English. It's they're clearly posting video and photos from another country. Mm -hmm. So you're getting numbers, but none of it's legit tangible. Yeah. Going to tangibly going to result in anything. So if I'm getting that at the homebrew level, I can only imagine what actual like pro brewers oh, yeah. probably get. They probably get all kinds of scams from like fake suppliers to social media oh, marketing things. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you like Yakima? Check this out. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's just like Yakima. Yeah, that's what they yeah. say. Yeah, it's in, it's uh, in northern Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, it definitely happens in brewing. I don't. 
it's nothing so prevalent and forceful. Like, I can just delete it, and I don't yeah. feel back about mm-hmm. it. Like, nobody's forcibly said, no, I'm sending you ops. Like, yeah, that's... Which would be kind of cool. I'm giving like, you followers. I'm yeah. going to, uh, like, I'm giving you hops, and then all of a sudden you just at your door, there's just like a box of hops. Right. And it's like, if it was good, that'd be great. But you open the bag up, and it's just like dead horse dicks and like flies. And like, this is hops. This is Maybe on the other side, it's a little, little bit of weed or something like that. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing here, too, is there's a conversation that's taking place right now on Twitter these days about uh, professional sound quality and how you have to have a $100,000 studio and, you know, using apps like uh, Anchor or what I use here to edit what we do. Amateur uh, bullshit. Yeah. It's basically I'm an amateur. I can't do anything. And I, I'm not a real producer. and I'm not a real podcaster. Um, so first off, like, like, fuck these guys. Right. Like, <laughs> true we were amateur producers we're am i mean we're still amateur podcasters yeah. guess, but we take it seriously like yeah we're not trying to claim we're pro you can't be pro unless you get paid for it and we're not getting paid for it yet i can tell you that no we don't get paid i for mean it. we we, well, we promote our sponsors our yeah. sponsors are good to us back um but yeah we're not we never claim we don't open up the show saying welcome back to decaying with the boys Pittsburgh's number one pro, pro podcasters no. and producer. Like, no, no, we're doing this DIY. We're doing it from a basement where we also make beer non-professionally. Yeah. It's just DIY. It's just what we like to do to yeah. to spend some time joking around once a week. And that's the thing, too. The DIY indie part of it is the thing I like the most. Yeah. I, it's, I don't answer to anybody. I mean, I'd accept a 100K studio. Would you like? If somebody wants to give it to yeah. us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm never one to turn down a dollars I could make this a day job. I could do this yeah. for a job, but. I think we're good. We yeah. just If you just give us the right equipment. <laughs> fuck, I'll write some more shows. Yeah, fucking God. Hell. So, it's. I guess what I want to say is I don't care that I don't have a huge studio. I don't care that I have professional equipment. I, I have what I have. You don't care that you have an unprofessional co-host. <laughs> I love that I have an unprofessional co-host. <laughs> no, I just, for me, I don't care. I don't care. It's, Look, you're dumb. <laughs> it's fun. I like to have fun. I don't need a $100,000 studio. Um, and eventually, Nor too, can we afford one. Because <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you this right now. If we had $100,000 for a studio, we wouldn't have a podcast studio. We'd have a brewery, and you would get our podcast from, guess what, inside the brewery. <laughs> so, oh, man, we might need a little more than 100 k We, we could do a little something with it. We get it there. We'll get it there. Yeah, it's a, in perspective. We'll get it there. So, Adam, moving on from some bullshit on some things I really like here, uh, your favorite th- uh, questions from the internet. These are fun. Yeah, these are great usually. I, I think I made an ass out of myself with Mr. Beardish. We you, had some good answers. Did, I, I got very job. open. I got very loose. You did. Free. I got a message about my anal fistula, which was cool. I almost threw up when you talked about that. And now I feel a little queasy. You it was tough. It, it was tough. It was a tough thing for me, too. So you know, don't worry about it, man. I'm, I'm here to share. I'm here to be open. Uh, a so, little less sharing. Mm, how about a little more sharing? Because if you are entering a sports sporting event as an athlete, and it could be whatever you want it to be, uh, what is your music to walk out to? Do I have to pick the sport, or it doesn't matter? It doesn't matter, really, if you don't want to get that. that it would work thing. across anything, I yeah. think. Uh, mine would be Electric Cowboy uh, Pump It, mm. for sure. That's a really good one. It goes with sports. It's very yeah. upbeat, mm-hmm. kind of heavy still, though. Yeah. Makes you dance. I like that one. 
I like to uh, make people up uncomfortable oh, a no. lot. So I want to be um, I want to be a baseball player. Underneath your clothes, there's a humping story. <laughs> Close. So <laughs> I want to be a baseball player because it's America's uh, national pastime. That means a lot of people there that you know maybe not as open minded as other people, which is awesome. Thank you. And I want to come out to Ween's Rainbow. Oh boy. You you know that song? Yeah. Yeah. The if you don't know it, it's the 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 chorus is there's so many colors in the homo rainbow. Make sure you let your color shine. <laughs> That's good. That's what I'm out to. Yeah, because I don't care about being good at the sport. Oh, you won't be. No, I won't. You'll no. be terrible. Uh, yeah, yeah. So would I. Yeah, but I want to come out and just shock is like just many people that possible. Maybe play for like the Astros. <laughs> oh, I want to. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> I want to go to one of those states that just doesn't handle it well and be like, hey, guess what? Here comes. You know, an understanding of people you don't really consider. <laughs> a minor league team on the Gulf side of Florida. Oh, yeah. Something in the panhandle would yeah, be great. Yeah, baby. Yeah. I like that shit. There you go. Uh, Adam, what is the least amount of money you would take per year to leave your current job? Anybody got $5? <laughs> God, I, it was a really bad week. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's I don't know. I feel like if I give that number, then everybody knows what I make. Well, I don't. Well, that's the thing, though, too. Like, are you going to stay as close as you are to what your yearly is, or are you going to just. Oh, no, I'd take a cut. I would, yeah, I have a settlement. I would take a cut to be a head brewer at a successful brewery. For sure. (laughs) Right now. And just, like, even just make their recipes for a while. Yeah. I don't need to be even creative. (laughs) Just get me the. Fuck, I, just, I, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Says it's a cut, but seventy. Yeah, seventy k, which is exorbitant for that position. Yeah, in the industry. Uh, that's what I was gonna say too. So there's a study out there that says at seventy five thousand dollars, and this was as per like two thousand sixteen. And that's with inflation right now. Yeah, I'm still saying seventy. Uh, at seventy five thousand, they say that you stop having the common day blue collar worries about money because you individually. That means no kids, no spouse, just you with your own property. Uh, yeah, that you're like comfortable. Yeah, if it was just me by myself. I could definitely live comfortable one seventy five, right? With yeah. a wife and like wanting to do stuff and improve stuff. You, it's not. Yeah. There's still wor- like there's not worries, but mm-hmm. it's not stressful. But yeah. I'm not as I'm not as you know conceited as Adam. I would take sixty nine thousand nah. dollars. Um, Way to undercut me to leave my job. Undercutter's pizza. Sixty nine thousand. Tackle box full of pepperoni. Nine hundred ninety nine. <laughs> piece of shit. I'll make it right here. Did you just reverse prices right, me? You piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to hire me? $69,999. Dude, I, I, it's not, it doesn't even have to be a brewery at this point. Like, I'd go back to like making pizza, like short order cooking. Like, it's just like anything like where you're up and active for eight, nine, ten hours a day instead of sitting at a yeah. desk. Anything. I, I tell you, and you know this, and we've talked about it before. When I used to make pizza, it was one of the best jobs I ever had. It's literally torture to sit at a desk all day. It sucks. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, making pizzas. Shout out to Fox's Pizza. Re- rest in peace, Jim Fox. Passed away recently. He's a really nice guy, kind of, to me. Uh, it, it, dude, I had so much fun doing that because I was with a bunch of people my age, and we would all just, like, 
I don't know my bo- if my boss listens to this or not. I don't, my old boss listened to it. But we used to like sneak drinks and beers and shit into the you know that kind Statue of statute limitations is long gone. Yeah, it's, it's been quite a while. <laughs> yeah, we used to like sneak beers into the pizza shop and drink or like whenever like we'd close a place down we'd make food and like throw a party in the back room yeah, and yeah. shit like so we just did a bunch of shit and, and he had to know um but that was fun because i felt like like now i have camaraderie in my job but not like that no like back Same. then yeah and i didn't even have that kind of like we weren't sneaking drinks in and having parties but it was just like fun and yeah. it was like i don't know you have to be skillful like there were definitely people that could make pizza better than others and oh yeah yeah. All that. Um, yeah, man. I would do a lot of stuff over what it, mm-hmm. what I'm doing now if it paid. Oh, we, t- we think we talked about it once before, too. We Literally. Do- a, it's, uh, I mean, get into it. I mean, I'm a federal employee, so we call it the golden handcuffs. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. hundred percent, man. It's, it's you kind of reach the, the, the pinnacle of what you do, and there's really nowhere else you can go that can satisfy oh, yeah. what you do. And a, a, a bunch of guys, you know, not recently, but probably in, like, like five years ago we all went out for drinks once and i was talking about wanting to leave or whatever and uh this guy was like yeah but is it so bad like think about what our fathers and our grandfathers did like they went in and did whatever the fuck they didn't want to do for 30 years to provide for us is it so bad that we have to do the same thing i'm like eh, it does pay the bills like I, you know it's like it's perspective like everybody doesn't get yeah. The American dream. Everybody doesn't get what the fuck they want. You know? That's true. That's you, true. If everybody got what the fuck they wanted, then there's a lot of a lot of services that are going untended to. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, well, maybe you're it, just one of them numbers. If we look at the labor shortage, too, man, you're looking at a lot of jobs that aren't going service, and you're, you're seeing the downfall. Oh, about that. Let's see how much I like bartending tomorrow. <laughs> oh, good luck to you, buddy. I might just jump right into the service industry. <laughs> Saying wear that wear that tube top and those short shorts, man. You're gonna fucking kill. I'm waxing my ass tonight. Yes, daddy. So, Adam, last question here. Um, someone wrote in. I started listening to you guys around episode forty, but I went all the way back to episode one. Why? Shouldn't you, have. Why you shouldn't have? Uh, why are you guys only a two mic show now? Let me just say this: it's all we could afford. We didn't have a hundred k for the studio. Why does this guy keep bugging us? Stop pestering us <laughs> that very first episode uh, we recorded that on a phone i've said it before yeah that was on the phone that i have i have it right here i have it right here and it's mirrored it's to true. adam's tv right now it's a it's it's the same phone i used um we i think it was episode 14 we went to two mics and um i don't know it was just something where we had a third mic and he decided that he wanted to do some different stuff. He's still doing some different stuff. I'm not sure what that stuff is. I really don't know. I don't either. I've I've um, lost touch. Yeah. So it's I don't really know what's going on there. But you know, we always we always wish him well. Like I don't. Yeah, we never wanted it to be two mics. Like we planned this to be three the whole time. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. He went off and did his own thing. Uh. I guess the, like the real. Uh. What is it? The the the. the stick that broke the camel's back is that the saying why can i not remember uh, the that? straw the straw, straw that broke well, the camel's back i'm sure was stick, it he, sticks could too he just didn't want to record as often as we needed to yeah. record well it was it was weird because like he wanted to re- so we were initially a bi-weekly and then he wanted to be weekly he and, wanted to be and then he wanted to be like two or three times a week yeah and then it turned into well i can't <laughs> make it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so there's a it's inconsistency, and it's not like we're the most consistent people either, but like we're just more 
more consistent. And, and I mean, no fault of anybody. It's just yeah. easier to plan. Like with just two of us, yeah, it's more flexible. It, like, it really is. Yeah. Hey man, I can't do this day this week. Can you do this day? Yeah. Well, I also think too. The other thing that really makes us unique in this is that like this is our podcast. We do this together and I have a lot of fun with this. And then Matt does all the work and I just show up <laughs> and then you brew beer, you know what I mean? Right. So like, but we have like, aside from this, we have our separate thing. So like when we're done with this, I'm going to take all this shit home and I'm going to put out an episode and then and I don't think about it till next week. Correct. But in the meantime, <laughs> he's like setting up all like the, the collab beers and everything he's doing. And it brings me great content to talk about. So like, but Adam, can you're going to school kill. You didn't even ask me to go with you because you don't need me to go with you, right? You'd like me to go with you. If you want to come with me. Yeah. Well, I'm not driving there either. I'm hitching around. Right. Yeah. But well, well, I guess what I'm trying That's to say mainly is, why. What I'm trying to say is like we can diverge. <laughs> right, right. But we always come back. I can always use your help. Yeah. Except for school yeah. kill because there's not room. It's packed. Yeah. I, you want to drive yourself out there. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even eat cheesesteak anymore. But I think it's because we have our own abilities to do our own things and then come back together and make those two things meet and make this podcast and what we do. Oh, meat. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I just ruined everything you try to say. I love it. Yeah, but, but it, 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 just makes, it, cool. just, it just makes sense to me to do yeah. it this way. Absolutely. Um, would I ever like to have a third mic? Probably not. I mean, it's just not what I want to do right no, now. No, we'll just have guests on. Yeah. And if you want to be a guest. If we really like a guest, we'll probably have them on several times. Yeah. Even maybe back-to-back episodes, but I don't know if third mic's ever ever a thing. I don't know. I'm not looking forward to that. You keep trying to branch me off into just doing a beer podcast, but I don't know. I do. I do. I do. But I'm going to keep you to myself. We'll see. Speaking of which, speaking of uh, me going off and doing my own things, you are invited to the... I still don't know what day it is, (laughs) but you're more than invited to the Mondays... uh, Yes, brew day. It's it's probably not going to work for your schedule though. Cause no. I think it's going to be a weekday. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Uh, full disclosure: I'm getting a I'm getting a visectomy at some point here soon, and then I'm I'm traveling for work and all kinds of shit. So who fucking knows? Just take a random sick day. I will. I will. Uh, so Adam, speaking of brewing beers and our schedules and what we're gonna do. Oh good lord, I don't have it pulled up. <laughs> What's on tap? Stole for time. <laughs> so everybody, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know where to look it up right yeah. now. Um, so we kind of went over this before, but Adam's going to be in a bunch of different places. Um, right now, we're in the midst of festival season. So what's on tap, and where can you find us? Realistically, on tap right now, it's kind of difficult because everything's going to different festivals. Um, but if you follow at Bachelor underscore Brew on all social media, you can see what's coming up, what's available. Um, follow that for consistent drops for beers and also consistent drops for these festivals that we're involved in uh we got you know uh barrel and flows gonna be coming up in north hills i I could try to run through i think i got it i I found a calendar and i kind of know what saturdays they are boom so um july 30th is the schoolkill county brew fest if you're on the east side of pennsylvania come out and say hi then august 13th is barrel and flow fest We'll be out there with Ty Clark serving up her, uh, we'll, we'll, for right now, I'll just call it a tea wheat beer, but there's definitely other elements to it we will talk about on a future episode. Um, we'll be serving that, and Jojinator, uh, our West Coast Honey IPA, will be there. Uh, and then August 27th is the North Hills Home Brew Fest. Defending champions are coming back. 
and we're bringing the retired double agent that Matt had in round one, the Jalapeno Pineapple Double Hazy IPA. That's a mouthful. It's a lot. And then we will be bringing uh, something that's a surprise. I don't want to say what it is Ooh, yet. I'm scared and excited. And then October time. 8th, of course, we have uh, Bring Up a Cure with Troop, the uh, local homebrew club here, mm-hmm. uh, all for charity. Yeah. Uh, and then there's something still rumored for Veterans Day weekend. Yes, um, waiting for that confirmation. Which I think will be the 12th, because Veterans Day is the Friday the 11th. Nice. It's always the 11th, but it's a Friday, so I think the 12th would be that fest. Cool. But I'm not going to say where or when, because it's not confirmed yet. We're waiting for it. <laughs> but when it I'm is gonna confirmed. I'm going to brew for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll brew the beer, because if it doesn't happen, we'll still have the I, beer. I will say one of the beers we're taking to bear... Uh, Bring up a cure. What we're planning on doing? We are planning to do the Shat Face Pumpkin Roll stuff. Yes, award winning. That's what you'll get here when you follow Adam at Bashman's Core Brew on all social medias: Facebook, Instagram, sometimes on Twitter, and also on Untapped. You get award winning brews, and they are at your disposal. And don't forget, make peace not war. Cream is available yeah. now as well. The third batch just hit kegs to, uh, this I week. They'll be hitting some. bottles next week. So and it's so good. Yeah, we got bottle. We got bottles of that left. Hit me up. If we don't have bottles of it left, I'll brew it again. Yep. It's, it's no just, problem brewing that one again. It gets better and better. Yeah. It was already great. We're making improvements hit. every version. So, so good. Um, so yeah. Ten, so $10 gets you that bottle uh, as a donation. All that money is going to the Ukraine right now to support refugees. Yeah, I like that. And it also going to, what's the name of the veterinarian spot? It's uh, an animal shelter. It's uh, Shelter Yulaguk. Thank you very much. Yeah. I didn't want to butcher that. Um, and they take care of everything from little micees to big old horsies and everything in between. Yeah. So uh, all that money goes directly to them. We, we aren't taking anything. Yeah, and then as far as for whatever's available to try outside of those festivals or for bottles to take home with yourselves, uh, anytime we hit one of these fests, the next day or the Monday following the fest, I try my best to get out like – what beers were there and if there's anything left and that's really all we got until you know october um we'll, we'll have kegs of whatever we take to bring up a cure left i'm sure yeah um but until then like if if it's not going completely in one festival sometimes i take it to another festival yeah. at this point sometimes it comes back here to the jojitorium uh for serving uh and full disclosure like everything we're making for barrel and flow is going to barrel and yeah. flow whether any of it comes back who knows? It just depends how how busy our table it is. I hope we don't bring any back. I hope it's very busy. Yeah, it should too. be. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I hope they. I think they might have already sold out. I'm I believe not sure. it's sold out. Um, so I don't think we'll be bringing any beer home from that. But these other fests, who knows? Uh, I'll, I'll try to post and let everybody know. Um, we are making the jalapeno pineapple. Everybody's looking for the jalapeno pineapple. We are making it again for North Hills Brewfest, and then the second keg of it is not guaranteed anywhere. So nice. we will have some here. Good. For samples, uh, early September. Perfect. Yeah. And again, at Bachelor's Girl Brew on all social media. If you want to go on the boys down here at Judge Tour, we are at the KNWTV on all social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also have our email account, KNWTV at gmail.com. Don't forget about our sponsors with uh, Pop Daddy, Lucky 13s. Uh, we are also out there with Vulgarities. Um, if you check us out, uh, we have promo codes for that. Uh, don't forget about our Redbubble where we have merch and data hats are always $19.52. And thank you guys, everyone, for buying the It Cuts Deeper uh, shirts, hats, stickers, water bottles. I mean, I've seen so many people sending me pictures of what they they bought. So thank you guys so much for that. It really helps us out. Um, so, again, 
from the dynamic duo down here in the Jojatorium, from the reigning, defending, homebrew champion of the Berg, and this shitty podcaster. Until next time, until we meet again, cheers. Then, now, forever, together, fuck them. So we don't sound like shit. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, thanks Twitter. Thanks, United Kingdom folks. It's not United Kingdom. What's their name? Dan and Luke, casting views. Darby and Luke's. What's up? <laughs> Are you giving them wrestling names? <laughs> Luke and Butch. <laughs> Luke and Butch. <laughs>